What is going on? Happy Monday. I hope you're doing well. I hope the weekend went well. I hope your week is starting off well. Uh, welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Henriksen. And what you can expect if you're brand new to this show is open and authentic conversations about things like mental health and self-development. And if you are a returning listener or, I guess, a viewer, uh, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to or watch this podcast, um, then thank you very much for coming back and supporting. Thank you very much for being you, uh, regardless of if you're brand new or if you're a returning listener. Um you know, you are the reason that I do what I do. So thank you for coming back and supporting and uh, sticking around for each episode because I really do appreciate the support and everybody in the community appreciates it as well because uh, that's what this is all about. Creating a community that we can all kind of stick together in and uh, be there for one another and help uh, make ourselves better one day at a time and then help lift each other up uh, along the way. So hope you're doing well. Um, my weekend is going pretty solid this morning we had the mental health call i went out to my uncle's farm shot some guns had some fun uh and then we went out to a little coffee shop got some yummy treats and some coffee and uh then i came home had a little workout and uh about to go uh see my boy miles for his birthday so happy birthday miles uh if you're listening to this and you're like oh i better shoot miles a text his birthday already passed. We can send him a message anyways because I'm sure he'll appreciate that. But uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Um, I hope the Monday uh, morning is treating you well. If you're listening to this when it drops, uh, if you're listening a little bit later, then I hope your Monday went well. Um, and I hope your week is about to unfold in a good way. And so let's jump into uh, what it is exactly that I wanted to chat about today. I'm just chilling out here and... Um, you know, I thought I'd record this little episode about, you know, kind of anxiety and worry and um, kind of being uncomfortable. And I think I'll just dive right into it. So a lot of us, you know, when we feel anxious, uh, you know, regardless of what makes us feel anxious, I don't know what makes you feel anxious. Maybe it's uh, job interviews, maybe it's social situations, maybe it's fucking uh, the work that you need to do. Maybe it's journaling because uh, some dark things come up. Maybe it's being by yourself. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, dogs. I don't, I don't know what makes people anxious. I kind of just know about my own experience. Uh, I've been very anxious in a lot of very different situations. I've had anxiety attacks where I, uh, you know, working in my old sales job where I, you know, kind of had um, uh, like an anxiety attack where I was basically left crying, curled up in the fetal position under my desk which uh, I've told that story before, but uh, yeah, that's basically how it ends. And uh, yeah, I've had tons of different like levels of anxiety throughout my life. There's um, kind of two different types of anxiety that I feel like I've experienced. There's the overwhelming anxiety attacks that come in the form of like panic attacks, and, and those have left me kind of, uh, you know, basically towards uh, what feels like almost like an asthma attack where I get that shortness of breath, the pressure in my chest, I can't really breathe well, uh, it results in tears a lot of the time uh, and, and having to lay down on the floor because my body basically just shuts down. I, I've actually gotten anxiety to the point where I just pass out, uh, which can uh, be pretty bad if you're standing. 
uh, on like some hard concrete or, you know, something like that, uh, which has happened to me before. But the main anxiety I want to talk about today is the opposite. I have a little itch in my ear. I'm scratching right now. Fuck, that feels good. But anyways, the main anxiety I want to talk about today is actually the kind of the opposite end of the anxiety spectrum, which I would I would consider, you know, the all-day lurking, uh, non-situational, just like fucking lingering anxiety. And, um, you know, this is something that my girlfriend Teddy and I were talking about recently because she was like, do you feel anxiety? Do you feel anxious still? And I said, yeah, like pretty much all day, every day I wake up and my brain is instantly like, fuck, we have so much shit to do. We have all this stuff that we have to take care of. What if we don't get all of it done? Um, you know, I, um, I always feel like I'm going to let someone down. There's always these types, different types of anxieties that we deal with. Like maybe it's situational. Maybe it's kind of just like an all day lingering thing. Uh, my brain seems to find a way to be a little bit anxious all the time. It's always kind of scattered and it's always kind of like uh, telling me that I'm not going to complete all the things that I want to complete. It's going to, it's always telling me that I'm not, even if I do complete them, it's not going to be good enough. Um, and it can be kind of crippling sometimes. But um, in my own personal experience, uh, we, I kind of deal with it by, actually, I'll, I'll get to why, how I deal with it, but I want to talk about, um, kind of different responses to anxiety and you know what kind of makes us this way and what we can do to solve it so you know I find that a lot of us we kind of feel anxiety we feel this kind of discomfort and especially in today's society a lot of people that speak about mental health will say things like you know you got to learn to listen to your body you got to learn to listen to your anxiety and and give your body the response it's looking for this leads us to looking for safe spaces and and to avoid the things that make us anxious it almost puts us on like a red alert like a a, a, a fucking it puts us on high alert for things that could make us anxious you know we we get this idea that hey i shouldn't feel anxiety and therefore i'm going to avoid the things that make me anxious and then your subconscious brain, your ego will tell you, you know, a million different excuses as to why you have to avoid that thing, whether it's like, oh, I can do that later. Oh, I have to do this other important thing first. I'll tend to that a little bit later. And we end up avoiding the things that make us anxious. And then when we are telling our brains to avoid the things that make us anxious, it almost flips our brains into, um, you know, like I said, like high alert and it makes our brains look for things because if you say I'm going to avoid the things that make me anxious, it tells your brain you have to look for things that are going to make you anxious so you know what to avoid. And then your brain is going to be looking for things to avoid. You know, that's how uh, my interpretation of how the brain works. I'm not a doctor, but uh, I thought I would just say that that's uh, what I think how the brain works. You know, you say, we need to avoid things that make us anxious. So your brain says, okay, well, what makes us anxious? Let's look out for things that make us anxious. And so your brain is working in a way that it's looking for things that are going to make you anxious. And then when you're looking to avoid those things, it's kind of like a sliding scale. Because if you avoid the things that make you anxious and your brain's looking for those things that are going to make you anxious, then it's going to be you know, highly sensitive. It's going to be more accustomed to 
trying to find these things, and it will find these fucking things, especially if it's looking for it. And more things are going to make you anxious. That's my personal opinion. Again, not a doctor. But it actually compounds as well. Because when you're always looking for comfortability and you're always looking to avoid these things that make you anxious, it it depletes you of the opportunity to build resiliency to this feeling of anxiety. And so these things that make you anxious are actually going to make you more anxious as well because your body and your mind are not used to dealing with that level of anxiety and it creates a new baseline for you of, of your comfort zone. And so not only when you avoid things that make you anxious, more things are going to make you anxious, but more things are going to make you more anxious. So you're actually putting yourself in a deeper hole. See, the, the way I can explain this best is to, you know, lower your anxiety the, the way that you need to, the way that you can get to a point where you can lower your anxiety is to be able to get comfortable doing uncomfortable things. And this is not my idea. This is not even an original thought because, you know, this is the same things that, you know, Jocko Willink will talk about, David Goggins will talk about, Cam Haynes will talk about, Joe Rogan will talk about, all of these uh, people that consistently do difficult things. And if you're somebody that feels like they need to overcome this feeling of anxiety and uncomfortability, then I would say that the people that are able to do those things on a consistent basis might be good role models for such. And so uh, you might be asking yourself, like, how do you build this kind of resilience? For starters, you have to identify, and, and this is kind of contra to what I was saying before, first you have to identify the things that are going to make you uncomfortable, Right. And um, the reason for doing that, I guess the process for doing that would be to have some sort of mindfulness and reflection. Um, For me, that comes in the form of journaling every single morning. Uh, This allows me to kind of analyze the things that I did the day before and see and notice, hey, I felt this at this time. This situation made me feel this way. Um, I, I basically just try and highlight any heightened emotion that I had, whether it was happiness, uh, guilt, regret, anger, sadness, anxiety, etc. And then I note the things that I was doing at that time, whether, you know, I get anxious all the time when I fucking work at heights. And so I acknowledge those times. I get upset or angry or anxious uh, when I have to have tough conversations, you know, whether it's with a loved one, with my girlfriend, with my mother, with my, you know, uh, sisters, with my father, with a coworker, with uh, anything like that, uh, those types of things can put me on edge. Um, and and uh, failure as well. Failure kind of beats me up sometimes, and that's something that I have to acknowledge as well. So I'll sit down in my journal and I'll say, "Hey, I fucked this up yesterday. This was an opportunity uh, for growth for me. This is something that I could have learned from. I I feel like I didn't handle this situation well." Or it could be something as little as fucking something up at work when I'm building something. And so I sit down and I acknowledge all of those things. And then I make sure that I try my best not to avoid those things. So a lot of people will tell you, 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 uh, you don't have to do things that make you anxious. You don't have to do things that stress you out. You, you need to listen to your body. Your body's telling you to ignore those things and to avoid those things because they make you feel bad. The way I see it is the exact opposite. 
I, I try and actually go towards those things. And that is what I was going to say in terms of, you know, how I work on building this resilience, how I work on building this self-confidence, because a lot of anxiety, in my personal opinion, is derived from a lack of confidence. And that is because we have this story that we tell ourselves, this is danger. This is something that you're going to fail at. This is something that you, you can't possibly do. And so the best way to go around that, you know, whether it's fear of being hurt physically, emotionally, whether it's fear of, you know, uh, failure, whether it's fear of scrutiny of others, whether it's fear of, um, you know, even feeling anxious in the first place, uh, a lot of the ways to get past that is to build your confidence, to build your resiliency, to build that self-esteem at the end of the day. And so the question really is, how do you do that? And so there's tons of different ways. I think the very first thing to do is to to do something that's uncomfortable every single day. You know, whether that's a tough workout, whether I, I think that that is the best thing to do. Uh, some people use like a cold plunge, cold exposure. Those people are badasses on Instagram, I guess. Some people, um, you know, work on a 12-step program. Some people do, a, you know, there's a lot of different things. But I think the the personally, I think the best way to do it is to do something that's physically difficult. And that's obviously, a, again, a sliding scale as well because everyone's at like a kind of a different fitness level. But I personally believe that one of the best ways to expose yourself to this uncomfortability is to, to do something physically difficult every single day. So one form of that for me in the past has been uh, running. One form of that has been doing a, a shit ton, like hundreds of push-ups in the morning. Uh, maybe that's a workout in the gym. Uh, maybe that's, you know, anything that could be physically difficult. You to you want to push your body to the point where it's saying, fuck this. I don't want to do this. I want to give up. I really want to give up. And then pushing past that experience. And this is going to, you know, I think benefit every single person because, A, you're going to get more fit, which is going to help you build confidence so that you're not looking in the mirror thinking, I fucking hate this person. But it's also going to have a couple other imp like impacts positively in your life as well. It's going to tell you, hey, um, you know, you just went and had this hard workout. So maybe you should have, you know, a good meal as well. It's going to compound into some better decisions because, you know, you'll start working out. You'll start getting a good workout in, a good sweat in. You'll say, I don't want that to be for nothing. You know, you're going to want to make healthier decisions after that as well. So it's going to compound into better decisions in your life. I mean, that's not even really anxiety related, but I'm saying that that's probably going to improve your quality of life as well. But it's also going to compound into the idea of, hey, my body was telling me I can't do this. My mind was telling me I can't do this, but I fucking persevered and I did that thing anyways, right? And that's huge. That's, it's, it's getting your brain comfortable with the feeling of being uncomfortable. And, you know, it, that's, that's one example of how you can do that, right? And I think that that is a huge impact for people because when you are able to push past that feeling of anxiety, that feeling of uncomfortability, you understand that it is only that, you know, it's only a feeling. And sometimes as important as it is to listen to your body and be intuitive, you also have to know that 
a lot of the things in our lives are going to be uncomfortable. And to achieve the things that you're looking to achieve, you're going to have to push past the feelings that you're going to get because it is inevitable to get these things. You're going to have to push past that feeling of uncomfortability to achieve whatever it is that you're looking to achieve. You know, whether you're looking to complete a 12-step program, whether you're looking to get a new physique, get to a new fitness level, maybe you're looking to improve your finances, maybe you're looking to improve your relationship, maybe you're looking to just improve anything in your life because you're just so fucking lost right now and you're just fucking hurting. You wake up every single day and you feel like, I can't fucking do this shit. I, I don't know what the fuck to do. You know, I want to improve my life and I want to work hard, but I don't even know what to do. A good way to start is to start working on the things that make you uncomfortable because there's going to be a long fucking laundry list too a lot of the time. Like when I first started this whole self-development train when I wanted to, you know, improve my life and make myself better, that's exactly where I was. I had just quit one of my jobs. I had no fucking job. I lived at home. I was fucking already in debt. I did nothing but fucking smoke weed all day and, and listen to fucking music. And I thought, I just want to fucking be better. I just want to feel fucking better. And so the first thing I fucking thought I could, I could start with was I'm just going to fucking get myself in some better shape. I smoked a fucking pack a day of cigarettes. And I thought, well, maybe this is a good fucking place to start. You know, I'll, I'll fucking put the darts down and I'll go for a fucking run. And when I first fucking started, I, I got up out of bed. I put my fucking shoes on. I, I got outside. I got a fucking motivational podcast going. I, I went outside. I felt fucking good. I said, okay, I'm here now. Uh, I'm doing something either that I don't want to do. and I'm going to get better at it. And I start fucking running. And about 45 seconds later, my heart's fucking pounding in my chest. My lungs are fucking screaming. And I'm literally fucking puking at the end of the block. But that story could have ended there. I could have, I could have gone back home, lit a fucking cigarette, smoked a fucking joint, turned my PlayStation on. And, you know, I'm sure I fucking did that a few more times after that. But I, I knew at that time, this isn't where my fucking story ends. I'm going to fucking get better at this. And I did. I fucking worked my ass off and I, I stopped smoking cigarettes. I fucking ran every single day after that. If I couldn't run, I'd walk. And slowly over time, I built resiliency physically and emotionally to the point where I was able to run a fucking marathon last year, you know, and I never thought that I'd be, ever be able to do something like that. And now when I face things that I feel like, hey, I, I can't fucking do this. I feel like I can't fucking do this. I think back. I think, you know, two, three, four years ago, I threw up trying to run a block. And only a couple years later, I got myself to the point where I could finish a fucking marathon. And then I remember that feeling of while I was running the marathon of wanting to give up because my, my ankles were jacked up. My knees were jacked up. My hips were jacked up. And I still fucking kept moving. I still fucking kept going. And I know there's people out there that run way fucking longer and way fucking harder. Maybe they're faster. Maybe they can run for a longer period of time. Maybe they can do all types of different shit. Like there's people that can do way fucking cooler things than I can do. I'm not the most fucking athletic person ever. But it was scalable for me. 
And it was something that impressed me. I knew it was something that I truly didn't think that I was able to do, and I fucking achieved it. And I know that there's something that's in the back of your mind right now that you're thinking, I can't fucking do this. But if you're able to slowly build up step by step by step by step by step and just keep pushing one step at a time, you just, when you want to give up, you think one more fucking step, one more fucking step, one more fucking step. You'll fucking achieve the thing that you didn't think that you could fucking achieve. And then the next time you get to a point where you're feeling anxious, you're feeling scared, you're feeling burnt out, you're feeling low energy, you're feeling like you have no motivation, you're feeling like you want to fucking give up, you want to just go home and eat a fucking pizza and drink a fucking bottle and fucking watch a fucking Netflix episode, you'll fucking remember that time that you achieved something you didn't think you could achieve and you'll think, maybe I can fucking do it one more fucking time. Maybe I can go for one more fucking rep. Maybe I can push for one more fucking second and achieve this new thing that I didn't think that I was able to do. And you keep fucking stacking up those things that you didn't think that you could do until you're fucking living a life that you didn't think you could have. And to go back to my morning routine, that's another important thing about writing down in your fucking journal. Like I have a fucking literal journal that I write in every single fucking morning. And not only am I writing down things like I was speaking about earlier, not only am I writing down things that make me upset, that make me, you know, anxious, that make me angry, that make me happy, that, and I'm recording all of these things that happened the day before that heightened my emotions. I'm also writing down things that made me proud. I'm also writing down my wins so I can remember them and I can draw back on them. You know, I think this made me fucking anxious. This made me uncomfortable. This made me fearful. This made me fucking, you know, uh, pissed off. But I got through it. But I acted in a way that made me proud. And I want to repeat that again. So instead of, you know, focusing on the things that are going to make me anxious throughout the day and trying to avoid those things, I write down when I felt anxious and when I persevered and what made me proud about that moment so I can repeat that every fucking day as often as I fucking can. So, I hope that that kind of provides you with a little bit of um, a kick in the ass to do something that makes you anxious today, to do something that makes you, you know, excited to do something anxious. Because the other day when I was talking to Teddy and we're talking about anxiety... I told her, you know, I tell myself that when I'm feeling anxious, when I get up in the morning, I do my push-ups, I sit down and I journal, I tell myself that that feeling of anxiety is actually excitement because you wouldn't feel anxious about something that you're not passionate about in the first place. And I've talked about this on the podcast before as well, the fact that physiologically, the feeling of anxiety... That, that shortness of breath, that feeling like you can't breathe, you can't eat, you can't sleep. You get that pit in your stomach. Maybe you're jittery. You get your, your blood is rushing to your extremities. You're, you're, you're getting in, in, the, in the, uh, the feeling of, you know, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do. You know, it's the exact same physiological feeling of excitement. You know, you think of a time when you're fucking five years old, six years old, seven years old, then it's Christmas Eve, you're about to go to bed, 
and you don't want to eat your dinner, you, you feel like, oh, I can't fucking eat, I can't fucking sleep, I can't fucking do anything right now, I'm so fucking excited, I wish that it was just this time. And that's the exact same physiological feeling. Again, I'm not a doctor, but I feel like sometimes our brains and our bodies kind of mix those those feelings. I don't feel like your your body knows the difference between anxiety and excitement. I think your brain tries to trick it. And uh, I think that a lot of the time you can tell yourself, you know, what am I excited for today? Because every opportunity of anxiety, every, every situation that brings us anxiety or fear or any feeling like that is also an opportunity to do something that makes you proud and also to achieve something that you've never achieved before. <clears throat> and so I think that one of the main things that uh, you can write down in your journal is, is, you know, some of the things that you felt the day before, some heightened experiences, some heightened emotions. This made me happy. This made me angry. This made me offended. This made me anxious. This made me pissed off. This made me proud. This made me whatever. And then you can also write down the things that are going to come up in the day ahead. You know, you could think, uh, I, I like to write down to-do lists or like Andy Frazilla calls it a power list. Uh, I, I write down things that I have to take care of today because if I don't take care of them, I'm going to feel anxious tomorrow. It's going to compound. So I, I write down a list of things that I need to do. It's usually three, four, sometimes five things. It's like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. If I can complete those things, I know I can go to bed with a little bit fucking less anxiety and I'll fucking hate myself a little bit less the next day. You know, if I can achieve those things, it's a good day. But I also write down things that could make me angry or pissed off. And and I write down the things that, you know, I could encounter. And then I write down my plan of how I'm going to deal with that. So the Stoics talk about this. And that's something I read about a lot. But, you know, I write down sometimes in my journal, like, hey, I'm going to have to have this tough conversation today. I'm going to cross, I'm going to come across somebody that pisses me off today. And when I do, I'm going to practice patience. I'm going to practice, you know, um, I'm going to practice, yeah, tolerance for other people. And then when that situation comes up, because it fucking does every single time, uh, anger is something that I deal with. Uh, I feel like a lot of men will be able to relate to that. But when it comes up and I'm dealing with that motherfucker that cuts me off in traffic or I'm dealing with that guy that steals my pump at the gas station or uh, who, whatever it could be that, that just makes me late, whatever it could be, I, I instead of getting pissed off or you know when I feel myself getting pissed off, I remember I think back to the thing I wrote down in my journal this morning, which is, you know, this is an opportunity for me to practice patience. This is an opportunity for me to practice gratitude and tolerance. And I'm thankful that I wrote that down in my journal today. So um, I'm going to let you guys go. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're uh, fucking Monday morning. It's doing great. I'm going to leave you off with a little, uh, a couple of quotes here from Seneca, uh, just to finish off the podcast. He says, what I advise you to do not to be unhappy before the crisis comes. Some things torment us more than they ought. Some torment us before they ought. And some torment us when they ought not to torment us at all. We're in the habit of exaggerating or imaginating 
or anticipating sorrow. And the other quote that I want to share with you is another Seneca quote. We are more often frightened than hurt, and we suffer more from imagination than from reality. And so uh, I hope you guys enjoy those quotes. I hope that the, that kind of sends you a nice little message because it sends me a nice little message. But uh, that's pretty much it. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you uh, for joining us for this little rant of mine. Um, you know, because I thought this would be a good reminder that anxiety, uh, anxiety compounds more anxiety. And the more you avoid the things that make you anxious, the more things will make you more anxious. And so if you can push yourself past those feelings, you know, if you can go to that, that interview, if you can go to that new gym, if you can put yourself in that social situation, if you can expose yourself to the things that make you anxious, at the very least, you'll find that you feel a little bit more proud of yourself for even attempting to put yourself in that situation in the first place. So that's all I got for today. A um, little bit of housekeeping as well. We do have the Risen Fallen group. We got some in-person meetups coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, you know, we like to get out there and do some movement out in nature, get outside, breathe some fucking fresh air, have some good conversations like this one right here where we talk about mental health and self-development. Uh, we talk about how our week's going, how our days are going, maybe stuff that we've been through recently and then you know, be able to have those conversations and, and uh, be there for one another and help each other through those tough times and, and be able to strengthen ourselves and make ourselves better and lift others up in the process. Uh, we also have our daily Telegram group going as well. So we have our good conversations there. Uh, when we don't meet up on the weekends, we have Zoom calls as well. So there's always conversations happening. Uh, if that's something you're interested in getting involved with, if you want to be in a group where you're able to make yourself a little bit better day by day by day, and you're able to help lift others up along the way as well, reach out to me on Instagram, at risenfallen. We do have merch as well, which I'm stupidly not wearing right now. Um, the merch proceeds go towards these in-person meetups when we go for coffees, when we go for a bite to eat, whatever it could be. Maybe we're planning on going for, I don't know, like I think we were talking about going to Science World soon. And so the, the purchase of the merch goes towards those in-person meetups. So if you don't want to attend uh, for some stupid fucking reason, but you want to support the movement, then you can do so at risenfallen.com. If you want to join the group, reach out to me on Instagram at risenfallen. And that is pretty much it. So happy fucking Monday. Hope you're doing well. Hope your fucking week starts off well. And I hope you do something that makes yourself proud this week. That's all I got. Much love and peace out, you beautiful fucking human beings. I love you all. <laughs>